0: ...full of cinematic garbage. One man will be your filter. Welcome to Movies Worth Seeing... ...with your host, Michael Pissionary. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode. Today's episode we are reviewing Prey the latest sequel from the Predator franchise. Can the Predator franchise finally get back on track or should this alien just piss off back to space? We're about to find out. Now, I was initially quite skeptical with Prey, not going to lie. Franchises right now don't have the best track record with their sequels. Other than Top Gun, not a lot of films are doing a good job with their sequels and The trailer for this film just kind of came out of nowhere. had no idea there was this film being made. And when I saw the trailer, my first thought was, I really hope this doesn't go towards the path of, oh my God, this skinny, scrawny little girl is going to be able to fight a predator single-handedly with her fists and be able to destroy it when the original predator film had Arnold Schwarzenegger struggling to take down a predator. So I was a bit skeptical. I was like, how are they going to do this? And I think that we're about to find out that this could potentially be the best sequel of this franchise. Like, bless them. They managed to make a title for a predator sequel that isn't fucking stupid. I thought this was going to be called The Predator 2, but the further this film gets away from that, Last film, the better. So that was a good idea. The other thing I was thinking was this film's being released on Disney Plus and apparently it's not being released in theaters. That always kind of gets me a bit suspicious of the quality of the film. I don't know. Not that it should. And that's not to say that there haven't been films that have been released on streaming platforms and avoided theater releases. Like, there's films that have done that and been good. So, I don't know. I just found it interesting. But it's also a pleasant surprise because I don't have to do anything. I can just watch it from home. So, that was a great surprise. My main thought with this film was it's going back to basics. And can it stay away from the woke virtue signaling that has been plaguing most Hollywood films in these last couple of years? Can it? ignore all the tropes that plague a bad predator sequel and the other thing i was curious of was how well they'd handle having a female protagonist fighting a predator one-on-one and this film restored my faith in the predator franchise this film was brutal it was immersive it took its time to build tension like the main thing i love about this film is its simplicity The Predator crash lands on Earth in the 1700s and is training its hunting skills. Essentially, throughout the movie, it's working its way up the food chain, and we see it hunting animals, and then it starts hunting a tribe of Native Americans. The origin story of the Predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago, Nauru, a skilled female warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to land on earth. This film is directed by Dan Trackenberg, who directed films like 10 Cloverfield Lane. He's directed episodes of The Boys. He's directed an episode of Black Mirror. So this guy's pretty good. I like his style. I like the directing in this film. I love the cinematography. One thing I did not realize... And then I looked back because I'm so used to Hollywood movies being filmed with green screen backgrounds and shit. But this film actually was filmed on location and it shows there's some beautiful shots of the natural landscape, some beautiful wide shots and that. It's great. So, this Predator is similar but different. It has advanced weaponry, but it's not the gadgets we're accustomed to. Like, there's no blast cannons here, but... Of course, we've got the trademark invisibility. One thing I find interesting with Predator is it's a walking contradiction, you know? Like, this creature is meant to have morals and ethics and code of honor, but it stalks people with invisibility. Like, it's the biggest fucking hypocrite of all the... all. <laughs> I don't know. It's It's just a very hypocritical creature in that it has all these rules that it doesn't attack people, that are unarmed, it won't attack people, it won't kill people that are like pregnant for obvious reasons, it won't kill children or innocent people, but yet it stalks people using camouflage, so it's a bit of a dick, like (laughs) let's be real. But uh, of course, I love The Predator. The Predator is actually played by a living, breathing actor and is not a CGI dumpster fire like the last film, with the giant super predator. I think the main thing with Prey is it respects the predator. It treats it like a threat with plenty of gory kills. I noticed some of the blood was CGI, which kind of sucks ass, but despite that, most of the kills are pretty good to look at. Nothing stood out as as particularly memorable, but fun. Fun kills. The gadgets are really interesting because some of the gadgets... Like, you can kind of see where the Predator is going to evolve with its gadgets and weaponry. So, it's fun. And it evens the playing field a bit. The plasma cannons, I feel, would have made it a bit too overpowered going against Native Americans with bow and arrows and shit. But they do some stuff to even the playing field somewhat or make it more believable that this woman can take on the Predator. I really like the buildup of tension in this film. This film spends a lot of time in the first act building up the predator building up its main character it's taking its time because this film has a really difficult task it pretty much has to resurrect a creature and a franchise that no one gives a fuck about anymore like this franchise has had so many bad sequels i liked predator 2 for its cheesiness and some cool kills and and that film introduces so many new gadgets for the Predator. I actually think it's a bit underrated, but I will admit it's not prime cinema by any means. It's cheesy, like, late 80s action, but it works. It's fun. Predators was good. I remember it being very rehash of the original. It came off as too much of a rehash of the original, but I had some fun stuff. I think Those two movies in the franchise are fine. Everything else is just absolute trash to me. So, this film brought back a franchise and back on course by just bringing it back to basics. Bringing everything simple, simple story, simple one-on-one face-off between a predator and a human. This character gives off some Ellen Ripley vibes like... Not to say by any means that this Nauru character is as iconic as Ellen Ripley, but we see her struggle. She's not a Mary Sue. She does struggle. She gets overlooked at. She wants to be a hunter, but she's not taken seriously by her tribe, and she kind of has this challenge that she needs to do, where she needs to hunt a very difficult target. So, they play that off into the movie, and that's kind of her arc, is she needs to- learn and build her skills and become a better hunter. Simple, it works, and obviously there's the one-dimensional 80s character that's like, you can't do this shit, you're an idiot. You can't do this, Bib man, you won't be able to fucking hunt. You're just a gatherer, you're supposed to just cook and shit. But obviously that type of character is purely just there to be set up to be killed, and it's glorious, so... One thing I did notice in the second act of this film, it does drag on a bit. The first 40 minutes, it's paying respect to the creature. It's treating the creature like a big deal and it works. Something I don't like is the CGI of the animals in this movie is very dodgy. It's kind of hit and miss. There's moments where there's like tigers at night in very dark lighting, but you can still tell they're trash. Like... There's a pivotal moment where a bear attacks the main character, the protagonist. You see it in the trailer. And I was just like, dude, if this was a real bear, this would have been so cool. It looks so shit. Like, ah, uh, it's frustrating because the movie's good, but those things just bring it down. And I don't know. When I saw it, I just thought to myself, man, do you remember that movie, The Edge, with Anthony Hopkins? how they had an actual bear. So every time that bear is up close with those guys and they had to fight him, there's so much tension and immersion because it's a real fucking bear. You feel the threat of the bear in that movie because you know it's a living, breathing bear. So it sucks, but I don't know. Bad CGI is just a staple of every damn movie I watch these days, so... I'm getting to the point where I'm almost like, do I even bother complaining about CGI in these movies or do I just ignore it? And it's like, it's one of those things, it's just, you just accept because no movies these days are absent of shit CGI. Even movies where you're like, oh, why would that have CGI in it? You end up finding out, ah, oh, they made a fucking elephant a CGI, CGI elephant or CGI dog, or some stupid thing, and always sucks you out. So that sucked. But other than that, I was quite immersed and engaged. In the last 30 minutes of this film, just ends up being this nonstop kind of train ride of chaos where just people are dying everywhere. There's these colonial, like, French, yeah, these French colonists end up coming into the fray And they're purely there just to be, just to add to the body count. And it's glorious. There's this great shot, kind of similar to predators where they got this misty forest with, you know, burnt trees and that. And I think you see a bit of it in the trailer, but that whole environment, that whole scene is pretty cool and it's different. I liked it. They kind of present the colonists as typical real horrible people so that you want to enjoy watching the predator kill them all but they're borderline like they're the most stereotypical bad guy colonists that like they imprison naru and shit like that and they're just just over the top stereotypes so it was a bit annoying but yeah i'm not expecting any like subtlety with a predator film and i mean the great thing about is this film is coming off of one of the worst sequels I've ever seen, The Predator. That movie did such a bad job and so many horrible things, so many bad creative decisions that a film like this can just come along and just be like, we're just going to keep things simple and not try to do too many things at once and the film will just stand out. Like, it's so easy for them to kind of be looked at as a better sequel in comparison to what followed it. It's like if you fed someone like a really horrible meal and they hated it, then you had like a really nice meal and they're already going to appreciate the other meal. Even if it's like a ham sandwich or something basic as they're just so happy because they tasted something that was absolute shit. Then they get given, like, this basic ham cheese sandwich and it's like, oh, that was the best sandwich I ever had. I loved that. It's like, it's ham cheese bread. Yeah, I know, but I'm coming from just eating dog shit, so of course I loved it. So, works in its favor. Not to say that the movie is bad or anything like that. I think, like, it's good for a Predator sequel. I don't think it's, like, blowing me away or anything, but if you saw this in the theater, I would look at this as a movie worth seeing in the theatre. I think there's lots of cool moments that would have been fun to see on the big screen and in comparison to a lot of the other Predator sequels I think this would be probably the best sequel. The only one I'm umming and eyeing about is Predators. However, I remember being disappointed by that film when I watched it, but I watched it like 12 years ago. I do remember the premise being quite fun, but it did repeat a lot of the same stuff from the first film. So, and there was some cheesy ass lines in it. Anyway, what else can I say about Prey? I think that Prey is easily the best Predator sequel. I guess technically prequel. And I'd give it, I'd give it like a, I'm verging on four. I've got to get harsher with my reviews of bad stuff. All right, I'm going to give it four. I'm going to give it four out of five. It's got real on location shooting, great cinematography, and a simple to follow story. This film could be interpreted as a coming of age story with a predator. And that's cool for me. Predator is back as a simple, unstoppable force. And this film gave it some fun action, a simple tale about survival and proving your worth. I Feel Prey is a sleeper hit for this year. And the fact I could watch this film on Disney Plus made it even better. This film did a great job of presenting naru as a struggling like character that had plenty of struggles to overcome and there are a few really high like tense moments that i really enjoyed i would definitely watch this in a cinema i think it's definitely worth seeing in a cinema and that you should check it out if you're a predator fan i don't think that you will find anything really to hate with this film Obviously it's nowhere near as good as the first Predator movie. And let's be real. I don't see any sequels kind of outdoing the first Predator film because it was such a unique. I think the first Predator movie is just such a unique thing in that you had this ensemble of all these like buff, massive action eighties, typical action movie stars in this film and Arnold Schwarzenegger, like at the peak of his career. And the first half of the movie sets up like as if it is going to be this typical 80s action movie with the one-liners and people blowing up and shit, guns blazing. And then it just shifts completely into this horror film and you're watching these guys that look like they could fucking annihilate everyone. All of a sudden, they're all spooked and they're all being taken out one by one. It's such a great Well done story. So simple, yet so effective. And yeah, I don't think it'll be replicated, but I do like this idea. I think this direction for future films is great. I really hope they do keep to it because another thing that really sucks about Predator sequels is they always end like they're setting up another movie and then we have to accept that they don't end up doing that at all. Like... I remember watching Aliens vs. Predator Requiem, which is an awful terrible movie sometimes I think to myself how did something like that get made? Terrible, awful movie but even that film tried to set up this cliffhanger ending for a sequel and obviously that never came about nothing came from that The Predator had this weird ending with a Predator Iron Man suit and that's ugh, just never that's never going to lead to anything even predators had a similar ending where you're kind of like this could lead to a sequel and it just gets abandoned so i don't know i don't get my hopes up too much about the endings of these films but it would be nice if they stuck to one direction for sequels going forward with this franchise and yeah that's it guys if you enjoyed this film review Check out Prey on Disney Plus now. You don't have to pay anything extra. It's just like your Disney Plus subscription. I think that's pretty awesome. And yeah, also, like all the Predator films are on Disney Plus because Disney owns Fox. So I highly recommend if you've never seen Predator before, watch Predator and then watch this film. And you could probably skip every other sequel, maybe watch Predators. But that's about it from this franchise. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. It'll really help me out. And I'll also have a video review on my YouTube channel at Michael Picioneri. And you'll be able to check that out too. So, catch you later, guys. Or get to the chopper. Thank you for listening to Movies Worth Seeing. Make sure to like and share the show and leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at Michael Pish Podcasting and watch movie reviews, audience reaction videos, and other fun content on our YouTube channel at Michael (laughs) Pissionary.